0: No, no punter on TV will ever get a job again.
1: <laughs> Dreadful. Dumb and dumb ride, car. Hello, and welcome back to the 40-yard switch. What a week of Premier League football it has been. Man United have gone from bad to worse. Uh, We saw the first first match of two top six teams, which created plenty of fireworks. And Liverpool have stumbled uh, yet again in the second game of the season. And also, there were possibly two of the most interesting and intriguing nil-all draws that I've seen in some time played out over the weekend's action. As always, my name is Jasper. I'm joined alongside me by my co-host, the brilliant Wilbur. Cool, Luke's. How are you, man? I'm well, mate? I'm going well, mate.
0: Going well. Yeah, it was a was it was a big weekend.
1: It sure was. It was huge. So yeah, a whole lot to get through and more. Uh, but we have to start um, with the obvious: Manchester United nil, Brentford four. Yeah, within
0: 30 minutes as well yeah um
1: yeah <laughs> where do you my first note is where do you begin
0: yeah I just yeah I mean it, it, it definitely needs to be said that Brentford played quite well oh yeah um, exceptionally. but just everything went 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 wrong for United the the De Gea I suppose you can start there yeah yeah <laughs> The De Gea one that that he lets through lets under him is just terrible. Um, and then he, yeah, tries to play out from the back, just does an absolute hospital pass. Ericsson that Jensen capitalizes on,
1: and then, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, uh, Chambolic marking from a set, from from a set piece or a, a cross that came from a set piece for the third came back. Yeah, and then um, just the back line all are completely out of place and not, and like for the, for, the, for the counter-attack, it's a great counter-attack, but Maguire completely loses his man, his ball-watching, uh, Martinez is standing in no-man's land, not on the halfway line, not in the box, and Luke Shaw gets breezed past, uh, despite having like a two or three-yard head start on Embuemo. Yeah, so. I think, yeah, M- Maguire's, yeah, a long way out of position, but it is
0: executed. That one is executed yeah. perfectly. Perfectly. And, I and- think that's a goal against most teams in the competition yeah
1: but um yeah like, like the commentator in the highlights says when it's not going away it's really not going away um and yeah look just it's just it's just unfathomable like every week we're like okay yeah united are bad but like this is it like yeah like well, what is rock bottom at this point it's hard to tell because like you say you can't it can't get any worse but it definitely could
0: Oh, yeah. It could could definitely keep on getting worse. They could... Yeah. Well, they've got Liverpool next week, so it could definitely get worse. And they've got a long season ahead of them, and if they don't start... If they don't, you know, get themselves into shape, they could finish... Easily finish second,
1: you know, bottom half of the table. Mm, Which is something Gary Neville uh, said the other day, which is a a very sharp turnaround from him saying they were finished top four a few weeks ago.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean... it's it is wild though because you know the team they have should be capable of finishing top four.
1: on paper, yeah, yeah, on paper, yeah. yeah, but but yeah, they keep on bottling it, yeah, um, but yeah, I I think like like we've mentioned off here, we're not going to dwell too much on what we think they should do to fix things, on who they think we should, who we think Ten Hag should drop, and all of that. It's just, it's just, it's just, just, it's just a situation that we'll have to just keep. Unfolding, and I guess if they keep getting heavy defeats, we will keep talking about it, but probably less and less because you guys don't want to hear us talking on like a broken record every week. (laughs) But um, if I had to say one thing, it's that um, I do think this is going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think this is the worst that they're going to see this season.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's just no easy fix, really. Is there? Yeah. There's no. There's no simple thing you can do.
1: Well, you you can get a midfielder in, but yeah but like that doesn't fix the issues of like the like some of the defenders in the back line aren't good enough the the tracking back and effort and work rate of some of the attackers isn't anywhere near good enough like it's just these things don't get fixed overnight yeah but yeah um anyway like yeah
0: yeah 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 but uh I suppose the other thing is, you know, as quickly as things can go bad in football, they can turn around really quickly mm. as well. Yeah.
1: Football is a fickle game. Yeah. Um, they
0: could they could beat Liverpool next week. Yeah. And, you know, if they beat Liverpool, then the whole narrative is completely
1: different. Massively. And yeah, as we'll touch on in a bit, Liverpool are not looking too crash hot yet either. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and to sort of, to surmise, I guess, that before we move on, uh, yeah, United's just, it's more of the same, uh, that we were talking about last week and that we were talking about at the end of last season, but Brentford, uh, look, uh, despite what we, th- what me and you thought, we, th- I think, I think one of us had them, had them getting relegated and the other and I definitely had them close to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they look very good and with and if they can get Mikael Damsgaard to work as well, who knows?
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. yeah I, I think I, I had them relegated, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, and I didn't
1: have them much outside the, the bottom, to be honest. But yeah,
0: um, but
1: like we said, it can uh, it can all change. It can all change very quickly. quickly. Uh, but yeah, moving on to a uh, much less one sided game, the two the first battle of two top six teams over the weekend, where which saw Chelsea and Spurs face off at the Bridge, the game ending two all. Uh, a crazy game and a very good football game, probably possibly overshadowed a touch by childhood antics of their two managers
0: yeah I've, i feel like i've gone in i've gone in like up and down with my opinion of them like when i first saw it i was just like oh, these guys are behaving like idiots it's all childish and then i was like oh you know it's a bit of it's a bit of personality true i don't know i, I kind of don't mind it in the end oh
1: it's great it's a great it's a great uh spectacle for yeah. sure
0: and you know the classic trying to emulate marine
1: Mourinho, yeah, marino marino venga vibes yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but yeah, it was
0: it was a really good game. I don't think um, Tottenham really deserved a point. I think well, I think more a case of Chelsea probably deserving three points. Yeah, but um, but yeah, to, like to Tottenham's credit, they ju- they just kept on coming back and kept on pushing and yeah, scored some that Hoybio Ho- goal was like really really good.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, Chelsea. It's just a case of. Uh, Rude missed missed chances. I think Sterling should have easily had one. Havertz could have had two, should have definitely had one. Uh, and like yeah, the first goal, I don't like the offside. That's like yeah, some people say it's like there's people out there saying it should have been given, but like you've seen them not given. Like you can't rely on that to win you a game. And the foul on uh, Havertz is not a foul. Uh, the second one, I can I I can feel hard done by if I was a Chelsea fan for. The no VAR or no foul call on Cucarerea. I thought that was pretty nasty from Romero, but again, not the first time a player has not been pulled for yanking a play another player's hair. Uh, it, if it's a rule change that needs to happen for that to be stamped out, that's another that's another topic for another day, but that wasn't called, and you gotta defend the corner better.
0: Yeah. Surely that's in the rules that you can't pull someone's head. Yeah, it's
1: in the rules that you can't pull, but it's not considered a red card offence. Ah, okay. That's why they can't can't review it. If they had a scored from that corner, it would have been marked off, but because nothing came from that corner, it's nothing. There's a lot of
0: woe is me after the game from Chelsea, but at the end of the day, yeah, Jorginho coughed up the ball for the first goal, and yeah, they didn't mark well for the corner, so... But yeah, you, I, you can blame the refs all you want, but yeah, but they, like, they, they
1: yeah. Like you alluded to in your pre-season ratings, Tottenham not looking so crash hot. First, first, first big test against top six opposition.
0: Mm, yeah, and and Chelsea are a lot a lot better than, than we were kind of expecting. They actually mm. looked
1: like they're quite quite durable. But uh, yeah, they, um, they've,
0: they've got a few they've got a few new players, Tottenham as well. And you know that is a big big test going going to Chelsea.
1: True, um, but something that you sort of expect to see from Conte's sides and the backline, to be fair, is exactly the same that he had towards the back end of last season. Is sort of defensive solidity, and especially for the second goal. Uh, that was uncharacteristically open the way they conceded that, I thought. Hmm.
0: Yeah, well, it, was, it was definitely too easy to pass the ball across. And then, yeah, if you're playing five at the back, you should have width and depth defending. Yeah. And there was no one past that kind of like midway point. Yeah, going Ben Davies, down the, the, the left
1: sided centre back, was the furthest player left of yeah. the field. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if it was Emerson Royale or. Uh, ryan Cessignon, but they were nowhere to be seen on that side
0: yeah yeah
1: for sure um
0: yeah tottenham look a, a little bit shaky i mean i don't know if shaky is the word they but they just don't look quite as potent i think is the bigger problem for mm. them that they, they didn't create yeah so, so as son- much as you would expect
1: them to son and kulevsevsky quiet by their standards, especially. Yeah. Well, probably by anyone's standards, really. But, yeah. Kane, as well, got got the goal, so credit to him, but missed a chance that he would score nine times out of ten, usually earlier in the game. Um, and, yeah. I, Kane... I didn't create too much apart from that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's still... It's only round two of the season, I'm sure. Both teams will improve from there. But, uh, interesting that, you know, my, at least my pick for Spurs to be this... Serial, really good team, possibly. I, I thought they were going to be the best team outside the top two. Didn't look like it on the weekend. Hmm. Classic
0: Spurs. Yeah. Did you see um, after the game, Harry Kane said uh, scored a last-minute winner? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so, Everyone yeah. was like, classic small-club <laughs> mentality. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I love that. Uh, also, Koulibaly's
1: goal. Oh, yeah. Koulibaly, he's uh, uh, the performance That's, fit over the whole game, yeah. For that volley was off. fucking incredible. Yeah, that Koulibaly so and Reece James were exceptional. That game. Yep. yep. Uh, so a lots a of lot like if you're a Chelsea fan, just not the not not the t- maybe two less points than you would have probably thought you would have deserved. Uh, speaking of two points dropped, <laughs> Liverpool uh, have only got two points from their first two games of the season. Yeah, it's pretty incredible.
0: Um, yeah, two fixtures that I'm, I'm sure they had. You know, six points penciled in by now as well. Yeah, but yeah, it's not looking they, good. They,
1: they were just they were just wasteful. Hey,
0: yeah, against, against Palace.
1: Yeah, against Palace. Yeah, I, they they definitely created enough to win that game, but they were wasteful. But like they also conceded. Like Zaha could have had three if he could finish a little better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe one of them is a bit tough. as good goalkeeping from Allison, but the, like the like that, that was the that was the middle of the three chances. But he got the goal and then the one at the end probably would have thought he could yeah he he, he
0: should he definitely should score the one at the end the yeah the middle one yeah it's 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 not a super easy finish and and Allison kind of does well to to save it Mm. um but yeah the that first finish and that counter attack by Palace is just so perfectly executed for the first one
1: but yeah uh somewhat at fault but not really because it's just a great counter attack but nat phillips interestingly held, held Wilfred Zaha on for that interesting to see he was picked um already like, like joe gomez was brought on for him a half time i personally think there's not much to split between those two uh i think uh, gomez is part of a title winning defense um next to van dyke in 2020 but yeah, it's 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 him in defence and James Milner now starting in centre mid. Um, not no no disrespect to James Milner, but he is thirty six or thirty seven, and Nat Phillips starting those two is probably indicative of a, a depth and an injury problem developing at Liverpool early on in the season. Yeah. Yeah, is is Matip Matip injured? He must have been, yeah. And Kanaf, yeah. Weird that the Canate is not fit either. He might like he was perfectly fit in the last game they played at the end of last season. So,
0: mm. yeah, it's interesting. I think obviously losing Tiago is terrible. Like early on, um, I think Harvey Phillips looked looked decent though, and yeah. they've also got Fabio Carvalho. Like, do they on, need to sign man.
1: a midfielder though? Do you reckon? I feel like.
0: I don't think so. I really really don't think... I don't know. Their their performance in the first two games doesn't doesn't tell me that, you know, that they're missing a midfielder or necessarily weak at centre-back either. I just think... I just think they're honestly adjusting to not having Mane. Yeah, true. true. Like, I feel like, yeah, in that game, they created so much. Like they were easily worth a few more goals and yeah. you know they had that that guy last season in Mane to, to score them so. and do you
1: think teams are affording Salah potentially a, a little bit more attention than they could afford to last season because they don't see Diaz as, as much of a goal threat as they do Mane
0: true probably do, do you see him getting more attention I feel like I haven't
1: I feel like I, Fulham, the Fulham game they, they were just poor so I don't really yeah. I don't really know this game I feel like it's p- potentially too early for me to t- say with confidence that they are, but, like, and, like, maybe now that Diaz has scored that goal, it'll stop being, but, like, if if Diaz doesn't score regularly like Mane did, then, yeah, it could definitely be a thing. Yeah. But then again, you've got Salah playing his easily favorite matchup of the last two years next, next week against United. So, he scored yeah. five goals in two games against United last season, so...
0: Yeah. And I think in the Palace game as well, like, it didn't look like he was getting closed down a lot and couldn't couldn't get anywhere. Like, yeah. he had chances that you know usually you'd expect him to score. Yeah, I just think, yeah, I just think they're probably adjusting a little
1: bit to to life without money. Yeah, so no reason for panic. I don't think so. No. I think Liverpool will, will come good. Yeah, also, although Darwin Nunes now out for three out for three games from uh, is he out for three games? Yeah, straight red three games. Just a, just an insane moment, really. Like something you can't plan for as a coach. Yeah, honestly, don't think
0: it's that bad. Like, obviously, you you probably should get sent off for it, but like, I don't, I don't know that he really like puts that much it's, it, force. in. Yeah. he just moves towards him, and like, it's, and it, then it, the guy goes down like a ton of bricks.
1: Yeah, and you, and you see an almost identical thing between Gibbs White and Mitrovic in the Fulham Wolves game. Yeah, and both of them get yellow cards and it's play on. Yeah, is yeah, and and it's 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 because Anderson goes like I, 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 I he did it too close to the ref. Yeah, and and like, let's let's like be real here. Like it's 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 we're not saying it's not a red card, but like it's 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 not like this you know horrendous. Yeah, exactly. Like I think
0: you said it off air as well. Like you like. I've seen tackles, like remember, tackle, uh, Kane's tackle on Andrew, uh, Andy Robertson last yeah. season, that is way worse than what than yeah. what Darwin Nunes did. Yeah. Because that can break someone's leg. The worst that's going
1: to do is a little, like, I don't know, a little bruise. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, and people make much more of a thing about headbutting than they do about leg breaking tackles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is just weird. Yeah, but, you know, it's just indicative of, of a young player. Um, potentially frustrated player as well because he didn't he didn't Have the best game. really score as um, he didn't really take his chances that game. Um, so yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: But uh, yeah, lots game's th- gone soft. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lots to <laughs> ponder, if, I guess, if you're a Liverpool fan. But in in our opinion, not much to worry about. Wouldn't be surprised if they put four past United next week.
0: But yeah, that's going to be very that's going to be very yeah. interesting and. 12th versus 20th big for both
1: (laughs) both teams involved yeah yeah yeah, I thought people were calling it like a relegation battle contest so funny Um, yeah people are loving it but uh, one thing just before we move on uh, Palace looked better than losing 2-0 against us round one and again looked good looked good against Liverpool
0: yeah I was going to say you know Arsenal beating them 2-0 now looks
1: quite good Yeah, like at Selhurst Park. Not bad at all. Yeah. Like, and like, people were like, oh, Arsenal were good for like 30 minutes and then Palace were really good as well. It's like, yeah, Palace are a good team and they're very good at home as well. Like, yeah. And then I saw this someone being, some people being like, oh, Palace, Arsenal would have lost if Palace took their chances. Like, yeah, but if you're using that metric, Arsenal could have been like three or four goals ahead before they went one and up. Like,
0: yeah. Stupid logic. Also, yeah, I think Eze coming to his own a bit this this season.
1: Mm. He's looking sharp. And looking like he's um playing in that Gallagher role, which could be yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, just I think... Connor who? Connor who? Yeah. Gallagher. who? <laughs> um, but yeah, back, Patrick Vieira seeming to be quite the manager. Like Obviously, it's two games in, and it's only his second season, but if he continues on this thread, staking a claim to be one of the, the better managers in the Premier League. Yeah,
0: I think we mentioned it last season, but yeah, no, obviously everyone thought that. Well, and and he did do a good job, um, Roy, Roy Hodgson. Mm. But
1: yeah, Vieira's taken him to another yeah. level. And although I we do we did just say he went down like a, a stack of bricks, and he was aggravating Darwin Nunes. Joachim Anderson looks to be quite the astute pickup in the transfer window. Then, oh yeah, like, he's like, good. He's a quality, he's defender. Good. Yeah, like he's he's got that narcissist that you kind of need to yeah. be a winning defender
0: I say he went yeah. down like a ton of bricks any player in the league yeah. is going to go down yeah. like that absolutely I just I
1: just yeah, I
0: just think three games is harsh yeah, yeah. that's that's but a straight letter
1: of the law the straight yeah alright uh, just quickly before we move on to the transfers um, I touched on it in the intro but um, I've got to say those two nil all games Brighton Newcastle and Fulham West Brom no uh, Wolves sorry they were fascinating nil nil games like, I, I didn't see much of the uh, Wolves-Fulham one, just that uh, Mitrovic missed a penalty. Oh, yeah. But uh, the the Brighton-Newcastle one was definitely the better of the two. But, like, how action-packed was that game? Like, it was crazy. Yeah. It was just... It, I, it's why I love the Premier League. Like, you can have a nil-all game and still be enthralled from start to finish. Yeah. I wonder whether...
0: Because a, a big issue with Brighton last season was playing very well, creating a lot of chances and not scoring and. I mean, they scored two goals at Old Trafford last week, but yeah, definitely should have... They they should have won the game at Newcastle. absolutely, yeah. Their Um, XG
1: would have been crazy that game. Yeah. So... But Nick Pope looks good between the sticks for Newcastle, although they can't be conceding that many chances every every week, because they'll concede eventually. Yeah. And with City this week, we'll see how that pans out. Anyway, a lot of transfer news in the week that we have to get through. Um... Well, since United lost, they've been linked with about fifteen different players. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy, hasn't it? It's a new one every single day. Um, yeah the the mace the no what's his name again? Christian
1: Pulisic. Well, oh yeah, that's <laughs> the what the, the
0: dumbest, dumbest idea.
1: Dumbest rather. idea. Uh, speaking of dumb ideas, the Rabiot deal is now off. If you're United, if you're a United fan, thank God. Breathing a sigh of relief. Yeah, but yeah, Christian Pulisic just makes no sense from any sort of perspective that's not the area they need to strengthen in he's not he's not an upgrade on sancho uh on form you can argue that rashford's been a bit quite uh, been a bit off it but like still just hasn't really been on it so i don't really see that as much of an upgrade either. it's more of a sideways move so yeah i, I saw him linked with Yang. i don't know how much i think ebamyang's is pushing for chelsea. the chelsea move because he
0: wants to play champions league yeah but like again this is a player who just got a big money contract, did nothing, got forced out of a club due to disciplinary disciplinary issues. <laughs> I got there. Um, and, and and you're looking to sign him when you've got the squad of players that you've got. It's like... Yeah, Where's it's, the logic? It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, But but now, breaking by David Ornstein and The Athletic in the past few hours, United are linked strongly linked with casemiro champions league winning central defender central defensive midfielder casemiro which is just crazy to me like that to, after almost signing rabio they're now going to sign casemiro like god i'm stoked if i'm a united fan for that
0: yeah if if that goes through and yeah he
1: reported that casemiro is keen on the move he's keen on it if they get that it's um yeah. yeah it's a lot of money but like that's worth it. He's 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 been one of the best. He's been top 3 central defensive midfielders in in world football for the past 6 7 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it cha- that changes everything and that and you know it's the same before you know football can change so quickly. If he comes in, yeah, the it's the team's completely different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, If he comes in You can just play him Solely in front of the back four You don't need two defensive midfielders anymore And you can play Eriksson and Fernandes ahead of him Or Eriksson and Van der Beek Ahead of him or Yeah
0: Yeah exactly You can use Yeah Eriksson and Van der Beek Exactly
1: 4-3-3 That'd be amazing Wild <laughs> Wild 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 I'm, smil- uh, I'm smiling at the thought of it United also interested in I'm not sure if you've seen this uh, Jan Sommer The keeper from Borussia Mönchengladbach Oh really Yeah Really? Yeah, De Gea. Fucking. I hey. mean, honestly, like I know I've been said to this to you, off yeah. I know De Gea is the best shot stopper in the league, but their flaws in other parts of his game have become so glaring to me personally that you do at least have to sign someone that is an alternative. Yeah. Because you like if he, if this is they gonna-
0: sign Yann Sommer though, he, that guy's not going to sign unless.
1: He's the guy, do you think? I think he—he's like, he, got the he, World he, Cup coming up. Yeah, he—he he won't sign unless unless there's a view to become the guy. Yeah, And like I don't think they're going to guarantee him that we're going to bench De Gea straight away. But it'll be like a yeah, we're looking to that way. Yeah. And it would take one or two bad games for De Gea for him to come in. I yeah. Reckon. But then I've also heard from friend of the show Yannick, who is a Bush image and fan. He reckons Jansson was rubbish. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> God, he must be one of the only <laughs> only people. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't see it. I, I I've I've seen so many compilations of Jan Sommer pulling out amazing saves. Um but then again De Gea pulls out amazing saves. Yeah, but then true. Jan Sommer has to be better than David De Gea with his feet. David De Gea is, is not good. I, in yeah, with his feet. And so I, I don't know, it's I I d I can't really I don't I haven't watched a lot of Jan Sommer outside of the Euros. Um yeah, and true. Switzerland don't really play out, I don't really think that plays out from the back like that. But interesting, like because they seem to be. Fabrizio is tweeting about it, like they're very convinced on doing that. So true. But like you say, if they, if if Jan, Jan Tom has got the World Cup to think about, I don't think anyone's going to be p- pipping his spot as Sweden's as Switzerland's yeah. number one. But That's what I was thinking as I said, still want to be getting regular game time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. True. I, I suppose. Yeah, Jan would be would be best place, and I've also only seen him play in the Euros. But so. he was good. Yeah, he was good, but. Yeah, in the shot-stopping sense because what he was the hero in that penalty shootout with mm-hmm. France yeah so yeah mm. interesting interesting but yeah better sort of transfer uh, links for United anyway. have you seen
1: United uh, with anyone else? well, well, well apart think... from the 15 different players <laughs> <laughs> um
0: uh and Anthony
1: yeah that's come up again that's... that was at the start of the window as well
0: I think that I think that still might be on
1: um, I saw Kaiseido from Brighton. Yeah. Potentially. I don't know how, how much luck there is in that, but. That'd be a good one. It would be a good move. It'd just be weird for, <laughs> like, well, we didn't he sign came him to, a year ago He came to church. And then came and beat us. So I'll sign him now. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's the way the It'd world It'd be works. a good signing. It would be a good, signing, be a good yeah. signing.
0: Yeah. Um,. What other, what, what other ones you got? I you got, got
1: uh, Mateus Nunes to Wolves. Yeah, he was. I know he, nothing about him, but
0: he, he was linked to. Um, he's a central midfielder. Yeah, um, he, he was linked with Everton a while ago.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, forty five million euros is is, the, is their club record fee for Wolves. So you hope he's pretty good. I think he's. I think he is quite highly rated. I yeah. saw a, a a Tifo video. I haven't watched it yet. Um, uh, being like, can Matias nunez uh help wolves crack the top six and my immediate like out loud verbal response was no yeah <laughs> yeah yeah wolves kind of don't
0: well this, again it's been two games we're reading a lot into two games you know that's yeah. that's what we're doing here but <laughs> that's all you can do really <laughs> but yeah wolves don't seem to be yeah very good this season no. um yeah it's it's a big step up from the Portuguese league. Um, Players have done it.
1: They've done it. I mean, um, yeah. I've got Yale Pedro to Newcastle, yep. looking like a 20 million bid was turned down, but they're going to bid again. Is what I think the latest I heard on that. Um, I, I, he, he looked good in, the, in flashes I saw for Watford last season. Probably like one of their better players. Um, maybe on a better team, he would look even better. I don't know. I don't. I don't hate it as a signing. I rate him. I, I, I thought he was. I thought he was really good last season from, from what I saw. And they do need uh, uh, one of the, those more like creative-style midfielders, I feel like. They've got some good, deeper-lying ones. Joel Linton, Bruno Guimaraes. But with Shelby out now. Probably need, Shelby's a deep-lying one as well. But um, just an extra midfield body. And also, he's probably an upgrade. An upgrade? An upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> upgrade. <laughs> he's an upgrade creatively. Cre- creative. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> upgrade creatively on Joe Willock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think Wilix, he's hit his ceiling for me. Yeah, he's hit his ceiling,
0: and no, I think he probably and come down a bit as well. Because when he first went to Newcastle, he, you know, it was kind of a bit like that Jesse Lingard move. Like he's playing
1: out of his skin. Yeah, he scored nine nine in nine games. Yeah, and now I think he's kind of reverted to back where. Um, what's the what's the what's the phrase? Re- regress to the mean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah regression to the mean. It's the one. Um, but yeah, Gerard Pedro's, it would be a good signing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Apparently, I've just seen there as well, Ismail Assar, Um
1: Watford in talks with Crystal Palace. F- Ooh. For him. Interesting thing is they've got Alise and Zaha, but can, it's a good signing if they get him. It's a good signing. Yeah. That guy's. I, I, Quality. I, I rate him.
0: Who was, an, another one just left. I think Dennis left as well. Oh, Dennis, where did he go to? I think it might have been Brentford no I did
1: see he left but I didn't actually, I I heard he was potentially leaving I just didn't hear where to I definitely saw him leave hang on let me just have a look also potentially um, uh, there's been rumoured in the past few days that uh, OGC Nice are potentially interested in Nicolas Pepe on loan Nicolas Pepe yeah true that'd be great to get him off the books yeah (laughs) for at least a season Sad yeah. about him. I, I was hoping he was going to make it, but it just hasn't worked out. So. Yeah, he's a pre-Arteta signing, right? Yep. The yeah. last one, if we get rid of him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you made a few not very good signings at that point in time. Yeah. And that really turned out to yeah, he really flopped in the end, which yeah, is a it's bit sad.
1: 72 million is just wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's really bad. We haven't spent close to that since Arteta joined, I'm pretty sure. Ben White 50 million is the, is the is the most expensive signing since Arteta joined. Hmm. Um Dennis went to Nottingham Forest. Oh, that's a good signing for them. Holy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a really good one. That's a really good signing for them. Nottingham Forest are close to spending the most. I yeah, they've think. bought like seven or eight players. It's crazy. Yeah. Lingard was good for them in their win against West Ham. Although I don't know how... Have you watched the hearts from that game? Yeah, I was, I was watching it. Yeah. The whole thing? Yeah, yeah. How the hell did West Ham not score? <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. It's a bit of a mystery, but... Credit to yeah,
0: them. That, 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 that's actually that was a big moment. You know, first win back in the Premier League.
1: And all, all the promoted teams are now off the market with at least a point or three.
0: Um, Everton and uh, Beshitas have a oh, yeah. a deal in place for Deli Now it's just up to him. Yeah, with apparently 7 million buy
1: option. Right, okay. I saw. That, that makes me sad, too. <laughs> yeah. For me, objectively looking at it as, as not an Everton fan, I think it's actually quite a good bit of business from Moshiri. You've got the 20 game deal with Spurs for free and then more if he plays well you've you've given him what 10-ish games Lampard clearly hasn't liked what he's seen and now you're moving on for no cost yeah from a business standpoint I feel like it's well done but yeah obviously from a player sort of emotional standpoint it's a bit sad to see
0: yeah it's just sad because he was so good and just would have been nice to see him you know, for him more than anything. Yeah. It would be nice to see him. Yeah.
1: Sort of revamp his career, but it didn't happen. Yep. And yeah, he's 26 and leaving the Premier League, which is...
0: Apparently the Ghana deal's back on.
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw Fabrizio Romano say something like that. That'd yeah. be huge. Yeah. If you can get him and Anano in the middle. Yeah. Because especially if the career's. Uh, Anano
0: was really, really good
1: when he yeah. came on. I was very impressed with it. But yeah, um the last thing Oh actually no that's it. Oh it's all my transfester. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last thing. Have you got any uh, Wilby's
0: whispers? Wisps? Um no, nah, not really.
1: we kinda mentioned them without calling them Wilby's Wisps. Mm, yeah.
0: Casemiro is just I can't believe it, I'm so happy. Oh, there was the Gomez guy to City.
1: Oh yeah, uh, Angel Gomez. Was it? No, what Serge it? Sergio. Sergio, Sergio Sergio Gomez. Yeah, oh, some guy signed for West Ham from, from, from random PSG, one. but I don't know. I have no idea who he is. Oh uh, yeah, I heard Dex say that before. Yeah, he was like, asking me side. asking me who it was, and I was like, I got no idea who that is. Yeah. I've seen his name, but no <laughs> idea. So, yeah, who's Careher? So, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you know? <laughs> yeah, ten million plus add-ons. Anyway, we'll see how that goes.
1: Speaking of PSG. <laughs> Here yeah, scrub that one in there. <laughs> um, things seem to be getting a little bit prickly in the city of love. <laughs> uh, there's not a lot of love being shared around the Parc de Princes. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in their five-two win against Montpellier, if, if on the like if you just took the score at face value, you'd be like another breeze win for PSG. But if you peel back the layers. <laughs> uh firstly i i think uh mbappe missed a penalty then when the next one was won he tried to take it again and neymar was like no <laughs> i'm sorry no uh and mbappe got real pissed because obviously he's got all these powers now at the club and he feels like he's entitled to do everything but then it's like yeah good luck trying to take a penalty off neymar like it's not gonna happen i don't yeah. think neymar gives a shit what your role is at the club yeah and then after shortly after that the clip that me and you have both seen uh psg are on a counter-attack it's three versus three uh Vitinha is on the ball for psg and the easy pass is out to messi on the right and like a very hard pass and a further away passes to mbappe who is covered by a defender Mbappe's calling for it Vitinha ignores him obviously because it's not on and looks right and plays the ball to Messi and Mbappe throws his hands up in disgust and looks appears to walk off towards the touchline, completely stopping playing <laughs> uh, in the middle of the game. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. I've before. never seen it. Yeah. yeah, like I I've asked a couple of people too. Like I, they've never seen something like that in professional football.
0: Yeah, you see, you see a lot with like I know watching Lukaku a lot. Like he often gets quite angry when players don't pass him the ball, but it's always after the ball's gone out. Yeah, it's when the yeah. ball, it's
1: when the play is dead. Yeah, yeah, when the play is dead. Not in the middle of a counter-attack. Yeah. And also, what's funny, because
0: if he continues his yeah. run, he's in the second phase.
1: And then, f- get the ball. The, the ball is fizzed across from Hakimi to the back post, which is where Mbappe would have been if he continued running. Yeah. So it's like, you chucked a hissy fit and could have had a goal anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's definitely terrible. Yeah. Like, a terrible way to conduct yourself, and you're really not going to get very far. And you're not going to be the best footballer in the world if you if yeah if you stop running halfway through a counter attack. Yeah, it's just the, and wrong, the it's, wrong attitude. When
1: when we did our big thing on the Mbappe deal, however many episodes that was ago, we did say you give a player this young, this cocky, this much power, it's never going to end well. We 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 I, I, we kind of called it. I yeah. feel like lots of people would have called it, but
0: yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, a, a, you know, the, the proposal or the contract that they gave him is just ludicrous. And yeah. it's, you know, it's it's not surprising at all that that he's got cocky from it.
1: And, like, PSG, all, all of that aside, will probably breeze the league again because the French league is a joke. Well, not a joke, but it's just not very good. Um, but Also,
0: Neymar's killing it this season. Yeah,
1: Neymar, and that's the thing. It's like, Mbappe is great, but Mbappe is still not as good as a fully fit Neymar. Yeah. Like... It's just ridiculous. They yeah. banked all this money on this kid who is just not even the best player on his team, and everyone's fully fit. Yeah, and and let's not forget they've got Lionel Messi on their team as well. Yeah, this <laughs> is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 just not good.
1: Yeah, but like, sorry, what what I was saying before is um, this type of shit will not fly in the Champions League. They will they will go out very early in the Champions League if this if this type of stuff happens. Hmm. Like, it, like. I wouldn't be surprised if they went out in the round of sixteen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> like you just said, like you, you can you can kind of piss in the the French league um, w- w- without sort of batting an eyelid when you've when you've got those players in your team. But when you come up against actually a stern test in Real Madrid, Man City, it's it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah.
1: Like if you were managing like a team at our level, and a player did that you're dragging him straight away sure yeah, yeah. you're subbing him. even if it's first half you're subbing him off straight away
0: yeah that's the thing like you, you like i said never seen it before you know like not yeah not even at our level yeah like one because it's bad but two because like you know you're on an attack sometimes you just don't get the ball but then you, you get it later yeah. like it's, it, it, it's it's just it's just like it's not only a bad attitude but it's just like not really understand doesn't not that he doesn't understand the game, obviously he does. He does. But like, yeah, you, it, you, you're kind of precluding yourself from you know a goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah,
1: and he he does understand the game, but it does give off the impression that you haven't got the best football brain if you're yeah. doing that. Even yeah. if he does, like, it's just like that's if you if you if you know the game and understand the game, why would you do something like that? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: yeah, I think we can safely assume that he understands the game. Yeah, but. The, the ego is kind
1: of encroaching on, on yeah. that. but yeah, uh, absolutely wild. Um, for the for, as an outside looking in, I would I would love for more of these moments just because it's 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 very uh, entertaining to watch.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see PSG do badly in the Champions oh, yeah. League. Yeah,
1: it'd be great. It'd be great. I'd love that. All righty. Uh, the last thing I think we have to talk about before we wrap up tonight is the fantasy recap. So well done to. Yaya Fitax or Fitax or however you pronounce that, uh, his team Somalia FC amassing a round total, round best total, eighty points, uh, which takes him up at one position into fourth. He's um, put De Bruyne as captain. Yep, and he got twenty-eight points in total, and That's he's got sad. Jesus as striker, like or like a lot of people did. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the league standings, uh, last week's. Best performer Malik was the second best performer this week and is uh, 11 points clear at the top. Uh, I've jumped up from seventh to fifth, jumping one point ahead of you in sixth. Fucking so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robbie Arnold slips one place to third. Yep. And Ollie Patton, 26 points this week. <laughs> rough what did you, did you have in your team brother he oh he had, he had Darwin, Darwin and I, Maguire I had Darwin as well yeah he had Darwin and Maguire in his in his team that's rough that's rough
0: why did Maguire get negative one
1: It's considered four goals and, oh. he got, and I think
0: he got a yellow card as well <laughs> yeah yeah rough week for Ollie, but I'm sure Ollie will be back stronger than ever next week yep he might have to use two substitutes
1: yeah yeah well, maybe, maybe so. even play the
0: wild card. And Yannick,
1: second last. Yep the humble Scousers also had Darwin. Yet to cut as points Oh <laughs> wait, does does your negatives get doubled, doubled. if you have? Ca- oh, that's rough. Oh that's my rough. god! Did you have Darwin captain? But no, you didn't have Darwin captain. Nah, no, I have
0: um. Seller as captain, Jesus as vice.
1: Captain. Nice. Uh, this week, I have made two transfers. I've taken out Harry Kane and taken out Leon Bailey and brought in uh, Gabriel Martinelli and Ivan Toni. What do you think about that? I like it. You like that?
0: I'm going to be making a transfer this week too. Um, two or just one? Well, I'm I'm going to shift. I'm going to see, but I, I, I need to
1: get a new striker in. Who sorry for Darwin? Because I've got Darwin. Yeah, right yeah. on. Yeah, yeah you could do a fair bit with 9 million. Yeah. Yeah. Tony's only 7.1, which he might is pretty good. No, no, he's still worth nine.
0: Yeah. No, I, I highly rate Martinelli. Um,
1: for 6.1, too, it's crazy. Really? Yeah, that's really good. He's good. And then, yeah, I have incorporate that into my team, actually. I've I've moved um, Salah to captain for this coming week because uh, they're playing it's United. Good. Salah <laughs> will be my captain all season. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, lastly, I guess, that's the last thing we have to do before we round out is talk about the Manchester Liverpool game this Tuesday morning. Monday night football if you're in England.
0: Yeah, well I suppose we've we, we've said a lot about
1: both the teams,
0: <laughs> both teams, but um, yeah, they both look shaky and and, and a win f- and loss for that matter for either team would be
1: huge or <laughs> Yeah, it would be huge. Yeah. yeah. Do we see uh, United... Because I think Liverpool will probably play a pretty similar team and just hope that eventually clicks. Do we see United and Ten Hag drastically changing against a much better outfit than they've played the first two weeks? Or just, again, stick with the team and hope they kick into gear? Surely something's got to change. Honestly, don't know, but my, my first...
0: My first thought was that they'll probably stick with
1: stick with what they've So you think how they've been setting up Ericsson and Fred? Or Ericsson deep playing with Fred ahead?
0: Yeah, I I think Ericsson and Fred would be the way to go. Yeah. I just I mean, because I think there's things that you can change about the Brentford performance that would mean that you don't lose 4-0 as well. Yeah. Like at the same time. And, yeah. you know, the, I suppose the the team's still getting what Ten
1: Hag wants to do. I don't know what that is, but. Yeah. Um, do you play Ronaldo after his um, antics where he refused to thank the fans, wouldn't shake Ten Hag's uh, hand, started tweeting shit online the next day about, like, you'll all know the truth in two weeks or whatever? Yeah, he he needs to get out of the club. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't play him. Yeah, he's acting like a bit of a. Knob. Yeah, (laughs) it's a bit of a shame from one of the world's best players of the of all time. Yeah,
0: yeah, because you could you could just so easily be graceful about it. Like you you you're you're not playing Champions League this season. Sorry, no, but you can still have a good season and score goals. Yeah, like and like I, I, I get that he loves the Champions League the most, but you know,
1: you're still going for overall records. Yeah, like exactly. No, I agree 100%. And there's just an the element of professionalism about it that's just lacking for me from him.
0: Yeah, also the club that gave you, like, you know, you're Cristiano Ronaldo, but, you know, it's the club that gave you your first kind of platform.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, he owes a lot to the club. I don't think just because he's Cristiano Ronaldo, like, you know, uh, you know he, he may still have been as great as he was, but, like, I don't think he would have reached the heights that he reached if he didn't sign for Manchester United. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because
1: yeah. he was under the tutelage of the best manager of all time for five years. Like, that's got to count for a lot of things. Mm. Yeah. I think
0: once you realise that, um, yeah, that you're not going to get that transfer to a Champions League team, mm. unless he still thinks you can get that,
1: yeah, you've got to
0: shape up a little bit. So, and, so, anyway. you,
1: so, you, so, if we were making a United team to play Liverpool, we'd we'd drop him. Yeah, I, I yeah. Well, bring someone like a Langer in. For sure, I, I really like a Langer. Me too, me too, and he's also hungry.
0: Yeah. I honestly, honestly, don't know what what the best lineup is. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't have Ronaldo in there, and I'd probably have. I think Eriksen and Fred are the two best options in. For me, you want Do
1: you want to hear, hear what I would do? I'd love to. I, 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 this is a bit drastic. I just for this Liverpool game, just because you and like just because it's kind of it, kind of akin to what Mikolai Tellet did early on when he realized he tried to play four at the back initially, it was like I don't have the players to play to play the way I want to play. So then he he sort of foregoed scoring too many goals and just shot up the defense by playing three at the back. I think Ten Hag should do that. I think he should play three at the back Varane... Martinez, Maguire Also potentially get the best out of Maguire doing that yep. Also lessen the defensive workloads Of Deleu and Shaw And I think Deleu Like we've said against Brighton Is better going forward Much better going forward Than he is going back Yeah. So you can also potentially help him out there Then yeah I think Fred and Ericsson In the middle Is the best two midfield options You have at the moment I would drop Bruno And I would play Alanga, Rashford, Sancho mm.
0: um,
1: across, the, across, the, across the front yeah,
0: it's. I'm. I'm not sure. Not sure about the. F- yeah, the front. But yeah, I, I. I definitely don't mind. Um, that setup at the back, and yeah, I think a lot of people have said in the past that Maguire has typically looked a lot better in a back three. So, yeah, yeah it, it, it could be good. Yeah, I, I. I suppose my initial thought was he won't change anything. Like my thinking behind that was that yeah he's, you know, I suppose. I hope that he's trying to build something. Mm. And if he's trying to build something, you know, with some philosophies behind it, then I think it's
1: probably best to stick with. I agree. You're trying to build. But I also, I feel like Arteta was also trying to build something, but it's also just like, after a certain amount of time, you realize the players you've got at your disposal, aren't able to do what you're trying to build. So again, it's molding the team to get the best of what you've got until you, Acquire the players that can make you pl- that can play in the way you want them to play. Yeah, true. So I feel like true. they could play three at the back for two, three games. They sign Casemiro, then go back to the back four. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, good point. Predictions.
0: I think Liverpool will win. I don't. I don't think um, you can really say any differently. But yeah, yeah I'll say three-one.
1: I'll say, I don't, uh, just because Liverpool don't have as good a team as, or as uh, fit a team as they did when they smashed United last time, I think 3-0. I don't, I don't see where the goals are going to come from from United, but I also don't think Liverpool will score that many. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not that many, just three. Just
1: three. <laughs> well, they scored four and five last year, so yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It's all relative. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, that'll do us for another week. As always, uh, if you've liked... I actually forgot to do this last episode. If you've liked what you heard, f- yeah, be sure to follow us on Spotify. Uh, give us a like. Give us a five-star rating, if you, if you please. <laughs> um, and I'd, I'd give us five stars. Yeah, I would, too. We're <laughs> great. Uh, and uh, be sure to follow us on the Instagram, which is 40yardswitch.pod. Uh, yeah, he's been Wilbur. I've been uh, Jasper and we'll see you next week for episode 63 because I don't think I mentioned that this was episode 62 at the start. Anyway. But it is. um, Bye-bye. Ciao for now.